0: The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.
1: Here we go after what seems like an election campaign that has. lasted forever. Americans are casting their ballots to decide what their country will look like for the next four years. Some polling stations have seen long lines, others no line-up at all, others have opened late. There's been equipment issues reported in some counties in Georgia and Ohio. Nearly 100 million Americans... Uh, cast an early ballot that equals about 71 percent of the nearly 139 million ballots cast during the 2016 presidential election the increase in early voting means the final election results we've been talking about this for weeks now may not be clear tonight which has prompted concern that u.s president donald trump will declare a premature victory something earlier today though he said he wouldn't do here's sagar Magani.
0: Amid fears the president would call himself the winner even before vote counts are definitive, he tells Fox and friends that won't happen. Only when there's victory. I mean, you know, there's no reason to play games. Though he's been threatening legal action to stop ballots received after today from being counted, saying the nation needs to know the winner tonight. Constitutional law expert Justin Levitt says that's unlikely. I think we'll actually know by the weekend. Saying the fact that it might take longer to count millions of absentee ballots doesn't mean the system's broken. It means the system's working. Sagar Magani, Washington.
1: So in this week's episode of Basement Tapes, the National Post's Matt Gurney argues that the worst outcome, the worst outcome, would not be a Joe Biden or Donald Trump win, but a disputed election result. Matt joins us this afternoon. Hey, Matt, welcome to the show.
0: Hey, nice to be here. I should mention just before we get into it, my kids are home from school because we're a couple of hours ahead of you. And I told them, "Okay, go be quiet. I got to talk to Edmonton. (laughs) And my six-year-old said, Edmonton. I hope Connor McDavid's listening. So I don't know if you know he's listening or not, but I'm just, for the record, I told him he was. It just it, it seemed easier that way.
1: We are the official voice uh, here in Edmonton of the Edmonton Oilers. So he may very well be, Matt. So you just tell your kids that, and we're good to go. Yep. That's the plan. All right. So here's the thing. Um, I mean, this, this election campaign seems uh, at times like it's been going on for 400 years, to be honest with you, it has just dragged on and on and on. And, you know, when we, when we look at what, is going to happen tonight or may happen tonight and possibly not knowing a firm, firm outcome. Boy, oh boy, it's just um, it's just sowing all sorts of, seed of seeds of, of concern, discontent, worry, isn't it?
0: I am more worried about the future of America than, than I ever have been before. And the thing is, look, I, I'm not predicting problems mm-hmm. in the United States. I want to be clear on that. I would say called a 10% chance. One time out of 10. The problem is you know, four years ago, in every previous election I've ever paid attention to, I would have said it was a 0% chance. Like, mm. I don't know how a reasonable person responds from a risk of something going from almost impossible to 1 in 10. 1 in 10 odds happen all the time, right? So <laughs> it's, I'm waiting to see what happens, and I'm knowing that there's tens of millions of Americans who believe that the, the Republicans are the literal you know, personification of evil— and that there's tens of millions of Americans who think that Joe Biden will literally destroy the country. And they're all heavily armed. And I think the problem we we run into at times like this is that all of us the united states but also the free world more broadly we are at the mercy right now of the least stable american and all we can do is hope that nothing weird happens
1: yeah you know what matt i was talking to a friend of mine in chicago just the other day and he was he was talking to me telling me about what it feels like down there right now and he said Quote, this was the message he sent me. We are hoarding and clearing shelves here in Chicago because we're worried about election backlash. Either way, we've already had rioting. No matter what the outcome is on Tuesday, there's going to be fighting in the streets. He says there is a rising animosity among all people. We are about to see a reckoning in the USA and hopefully peace arises from the ashes. I mean, when I read that, I mean, I got goosebumps on my arms thinking, what the hell, right? Like, it just is... It's, it's, I don't know if it's scary or if we're just over, overreacting. Is it being built up too much? But that was from someone who lives in Chicago.
0: Well, you know, I don't mean to turn the interview around on you and put you on the mm-hmm. spot, but let me ask you this about your friends. Mm-hmm. What would they, if, would they normally be someone who would be pretty calm and rational about this, right? Because I'll, I'll tell you this. Yeah. I have friends that are chicken little types. They're alarmist. They're freaked out. They've got their guns ready. They've got their food ready, just like every day. The thing that worries <laughs> me is that some friends of mine who I would consider to be either very rational or even, if anything, a little slow to react are starting to go oh wait we should get our guns ready too yeah and i'm not i'm not saying that in a, in a mocking way. I mean, they're literally loading up here. We, we've already seen the video. I mean, we've seen um, New York and Washington with uh, boarded up shops. We've seen uh, the, the new fence put up around the White House. National Guard units have been alerted in, in several states. This is something that four years ago, the idea that calling an election would require at least partial mobilization of the armed forces as a contingency plan. And I've actually reassured by the fact they're doing it is telling us that we've come a long way in four years but not in the right direction.
1: Matt Gurney joining us this afternoon in your in your latest episode of basement basement tapes you talk about a disputed election would be the worst outcome you're you're saying and I think a lot of people would agree with you that you know whomever wins tonight tomorrow whenever that final tally comes up with we just want it almost you want it to be a landslide you want it to be decisive.
0: Yeah, and I think, you know, I mean, I know like a lot of people, well, I mean, I would imagine almost every American would actually think I'm insane for saying that, right? Anyone who's voting for Biden will think I'm nuts for saying that I, I'm okay with the idea of four more years of Mr. Trump or in the reverse. But mm-hmm. I think uh, I was talking with someone yesterday because I, as you said, I, that basement tape episode went up on the website. And a very earnest young man with very strong opinions uh, got in touch with me and he was explaining to me that I am clueless, I obviously haven't been paying attention to Mr. Trump's time in office, I've obviously missed all the terrible stuff that he's done. And I said to him, look, sir, I was I was never Trump from beginning. I am someone who would have voted for every Republican candidate in every election that I've paid attention to and I would vote for Joe Biden this time. So you <laughs> don't need to tell me about Mr. Trump. But what i I'm telling you is that if you think that I'm underestimating the damage that a Trump second term might do fair enough but I think you're underestimating the damage that a dysfunctional contested US election at this moment in history might do and he you know what credit where it's due he, he conceded the point here I'm not looking forward to another four years of Donald Trump but if it is a clear mandate from the American mm-hmm. voters The Democrats are going to have to go home, sit in a quiet room and be ashamed of themselves for a while. And then they're going to have to come back and figure out what they're going to do about it. If it's a contested election, either way, I am genuinely worried someone is going to think that shooting their way to a solution is actually going to be the right approach.
1: Yeah, and you're not alone on that one. Let's talk about, um, you know, depending on who who wins, who loses tonight, what that means uh, for the for the parties. As you mentioned, I mean, if the Democrats lose tonight, you talked uh, about, uh, you know, a bit of a, a reckoning. Yeah, they're going to have to sit down and go, okay, where do we go from here? What is next? And what does the future look like for this party as far as uh, a leader who could potentially uh, beat th- beat a Republican?
0: No, I mean, just in terms of – I'm not trying to blow off your great question here. I'm just almost speechless. Like, I don't know. And this is part of the problem of trying to think our way through some scenarios here. If Mr. Trump wins on the basis of an electoral college uh, victory, despite the fact that all the national polls are suggesting that Mr. Biden should win the national vote and, in fact, should win it by a considerable margin – What I start to wonder is not, you know, not that California suddenly secedes from the union or something, but just talking about the polarization and the alienation in American society right now, if Mr. Biden wins hypothetically by five million votes in the popular vote, but Mr. Trump wins the Electoral College, wins a legally valid victory and is reelected to another term. You can understand why there will be people on the left who will start to think, you know what, the system isn't working for us, and if we can't reform it through democratic means, we have to reform it through other means. And I don't know what that looks like, but I'm really hoping we don't have four years to find out.
1: What if what if uh, what if Mr. Trump loses? As far as you know, the Republican Party, you know, looking at the past four years and in in deciding where to go next as well. Because I mean, let's be real. There's been no president really like President Trump. He has done things his own way, like it or not. He says what he wants. He has done what he wants, and for a lot of folks, that has been the appeal of him. So where do they move? on that front as far as who's next who is that candidate next
0: that's a great question and i think it hinges a lot on the result i mean let's let's take a look at some scenarios here if it's in any way contested if it's even close the republicans obviously are going to line up behind their guy uh, because there's going to be a court process there's going to be appeals they're going to want to put the the institution of the gop behind uh mr trump if mr trump wins Well, then the Republicans like him or hate him, they just got to live with him for four years, and they'll fall into line with him. If he loses, and it's clear... I will be very curious to see what happens. And I -hmm. I don't know. I make no predictions. I think I fried my brain the last time trying to make predictions, (laughs) and I've learned that lesson. But, I mean, there's two possibilities, right? I mean, if it's a clear, decisive, incontrovertible Biden win tonight, do the Republicans double down on what we can kind of colloquially call Trumpism and say, Mm -hmm. okay, well, it didn't work out for this time, but we have the right idea and we'll stick with it? Or do they go, well, that was a terrible idea, and just try to pretend the last four years never happened? happened and purged the Trump elements from the party. We know there are significant parts of the Republican Party that are not comfortable with the president. And, you know, we've seen how many senior administration officials or national security officials openly endorse Joe Biden this election. So there's obviously that sentiment in the party already. I think the bigger a Biden victory, hypothetically speaking, of course, the more likely that becomes. But again, if it's even close, the Republicans are going to have to make a choice. Do they go all in on Trump or do they go in a different direction I don't know which way they'd go
1: you have said that you want the temperature to be lowered you want America to have a release valve and I think a lot of people are feeling that way and and I I think people are just I mean the tension out there today in the last few days has has been palpable even even here in Canada I mean it's it's been it's been fascinating to watch do you believe though I, I mean I'm not sure if if it's going to be a release valve and things will calm down or if it's just going to get all fired up i mean we've 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 talked about the potential for violence i mean some people have have talked about uh you know the american revolution 2.0 my goodness is there is there going to be a calming and i'm asking you to speculate matt and that's not fair but i mean you have said you want that release valve we all do
0: uh, you know what? Life isn't fair, so I'll take up that challenge, and I will speculate. Um, there, I don't know if Joe Biden uh, elected in any circumstance with a huge majority or a very narrow uh, victory that's eventually settled by the courts. I don't know if he lowers the temperature or not. I honestly don't. Mm-hmm. I would hope he does. But what I would predict is that a Joe Biden presidency will at least delay further decline and I know that's a very narrow read to cling to here, but I think Mr. Biden is, you know, the funny thing is, Mr. Biden, in any previous election, I would not have voted for the guy. Against Donald Trump, I'd vote for the guy. He is a likable enough person. He's appable. He's his gaffes and scandals are all well-known by the voters. So I think he, at the very least, would not make things worse for the next four years. And at this point, we might have to settle for that. And I don't know what happens in those four years. And maybe maybe nothing happens. Maybe things keep getting worse. Maybe the trajectory remains exactly the same. And the 2024 election is somehow even more nightmarish than this. But in Joe Biden, I think if nothing else, there is a guy who would not actually make things worse for his own electoral advantage. In Donald Trump, I don't see that as a possibility. I don't even see, like if Mr. Trump sees his own self-interest as being setting the country on fire, I don't think he'd hesitate to do that. And I know that sounds like hyperbole here, but I think you gotta look at the guy's record. Donald Trump has one consistent thing he can be counted on, he puts himself first. I don't know if America can actually go through that right now without there being a very serious break. So sometimes all you can do is delay. Sometimes there's no answer. There's no right thing to do, but what you can do is prevent things from getting even worse, and you hope that someone smarter comes along with a better idea later. I'm afraid that's the best I can leave you with. A Joe Biden presidency, if nothing else, would probably, for the time being, prevent further decline.
1: Matt, how are you watching uh, the election results tonight?
0: Slightly drunk. Um, <laughs> George with pizza. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm going to probably be hopping uh, back and forth uh, across the major networks. I'm going to yeah. uh, have uh, CNN and MSNBC and Fox News on. I'm going to be cycling through them, which will basically be the equivalent of hopping from one alternate universe to another. <laughs> um, it's, I'm going to be... the funny thing is this is this is the eye of the hurricane right now for for you and i and for our colleagues all over north america For the next couple of hours this is the easy part like i'm going to give my kids a shower i'm going to walk the dog i'm going to get dinner ready and then starting what about four hours from now that's when things are going to start to get bonkers again so I don't know. It's going to be it's going to be a long one. I suspect. You know, if if it is a blowout Biden victory, we might actually see some signs of that relatively early. If those East Coast returns are so lopsidedly Biden, that'll be uh, a strong indicator that uh, Mr. Trump's support supporters have not come out for him. If it's anything other than that, forget even tonight. We're going to be dealing with this for days or weeks.
1: Yeah, all righty matt uh, gurney joining me this afternoon thanks for the chat this afternoon i appreciate it matt
0: my pleasure you take care
1: yeah you betcha matt is a uh, columnist and editor with the national post he's host of mornings with matt gurney on a uh, xm uh channel 167 you can read his uh his op-eds in the national post on a regular basis